0: Hi, and welcome to the Young Family Small Business Podcast, the show that deep dives into conversations with experts in small business, raising a young family, or are shining examples of mastery in both. My name is Ben Walker, and I'm the founder of Inspire, Life-Changing Accountants, and the host of this podcast. This episode is sponsored by Inspire, Life-Changing Accountants. We've worked with thousands of business owners since we started in 2013, and we're best known for saving our client base a title of $17 million in tax and counting. For every dollar of tax we proactively save a small business, Inspire donates a day worth of access to life-changing food, water, health, or sanitation services to a family in need. If you're interested in speaking with an accountant to see how we could help your business, head to Inspire.business/Chat. G'day everyone and welcome to another episode of Young Family Small Business. And this interview is a bit of a different one because um, Inspire's own Rizal Ramzan, who is an associate partner and my right hand here at Inspire, is actually interviewing me. Uh, So it was, yeah, it was a bit different to the normal. And a bit of background on me. Uh, I'm a chartered accountant with over 15 years of experience now, uh, and I'm the founder and CEO of Inspire, life-changing accountants. Uh, and I've also co-authored a book called Cashed Up, which uh, outlines the seven steps for pulling more money, time, and happiness out of your business. I'm the winner of uh, the Ant Hill Online 30 Under 30 Award, and was named a finalist for the Brisbane Young Entrepreneur of the Year Award. But I'm here to sort of tell my story, and some of the things I cover is uh, you know what happened sort of earlier in my career, and why I sort of fell into and fell in love with accounting. Some of the reasons why I started Inspire and uh, and wanted to really sort of build that with the client in mind. Um, right through to the challenges of of growing a team and 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 also balancing a young family with that as well. So if you do want to find out a bit about m- my story, um then this is the episode that uh, I go into that stuff and would'd love to hear your thoughts. Um, and again, sh- uh, we'll usually put links in the show notes uh, which uh, will take you to um, you know inspire's website or uh, even my own social media stuff that I, I share stuff on, uh, including those barbecue videos and photos. so. Thanks for listening and hope you enjoy.
1: G'day guys, it's Rizia from Inspire and uh, today I have the uh, pleasure of uh, interviewing Ben. It must be uh, a little bit weird, Ben, you're, you're in the limelight today. Yeah, it feels a bit different being interviewee instead of the interviewer. <laughs> yeah, that's it's great and, and thanks, thanks for kind of taking the time to share some stories about yourself and your journey. I'm sure a lot of people who've been listening to this podcast, you know, they probably will be quite curious about uh, how you got to where you are now so uh, i have the pleasure of asking some questions today so uh, let, let, let's start off um, with um a little bit about your family so uh, could you tell me about your family and kind of who, who's in your family who who are they yeah yep so um, i've got a, a wife stevie
0: and two beautiful children rose and ezra who are three and one and um yeah, that's that's my immediate family, and then we're we're quite close with both our both sides of our parents actually. So um, Stevie's folks and my folks, and grandmother, um, yeah, I love it a bit, and my sister and her husband. So that's our kind of the people we're
1: around normally, which is yeah, it's quite cute. Yeah, and uh, I've I've had a pleasure of meeting all of them, and they're awesome people. And 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 tell me, as as a family, what do you guys like to do together?
0: Yeah, so um, we've kind of got sort of we're pretty. What's the word? routine based um, in, in ways. Uh, so, you know, with young kids, it's also a bit tricky to go and do some crazy stuff. But um, uh, in terms of like our, our weekly rhythms, we've got um, the markets on a Sunday morning where we go to, you know, the organic markets uh, nearby and uh, top up the <laughs> top up the fridge for the next week and, and grab some pizza. And uh, Rose, our daughter, calls cappuccino chidong. So we go get our, <laughs> our pizza and chidong for a Sunday brickie, um, which is quite cute yeah so that's that's kind of on a Sunday, and then yeah in terms of like other stuff like we usually want to catch up for a um like a, a family meal every uh, every week with the extended family so um that usually looks like maybe coming over for a barbecue if people are following me on on um instagram or, <laughs> or Facebook where I'm sharing the latest meal but you'll'll we'll see a bit of that um but also um sometimes we go to a uh a Doug seafood cafe which is about twenty minutes away from our place, and um we've yeah. been going there since um, since I, I can remember, like well, probably, probably since maybe so, I was like eight to 10 years old. That was like yeah. our, our own family's little place we went to by the beach and go down with grandmother, grandfather.
1: Um, yeah. so there's some cool memories there. It's great. And I've heard of ducks actually. I've been to, to, to that spot as well. There's some really yeah. awesome seafood around Brisbane, isn't there? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And it sounds like, um, you know, you, you put quite a bit of effort to hang out with your family and you spend time with your wife and kids as well. Do you have any tips for those business owners out there who are in a similar position, but they run a business as you do? I'm sure finding time is such a, a, a difficult task, you know, week to week. Um, do you have any tips for those business owners on, on how to kind of maintain and uh, build that relationship with your with your wife and your family? Yeah. I kind of realize more and more that the,
0: the longer I sort of run a business for, that um, time is actually the most... Um, uh, limited and precious resource we have and um and i'm not talking about oh how many years have you got left but i mean like half an hour in a week is a big deal <laughs> um like it's a huge deal and and so yeah in terms of like spending time with the family and kids i, I try to uh, as much as i can get get help with um like reducing my time in the business and and i do that through having the the, the awesome team that we've got in the business we have got glaze who's my um uh assistant and she is awesome. Um, she single-handedly or well, feels like single-handedly uh, helped me get home uh, so I can uh, be home for dinner every single night. That was kind of the goal or the the KPI or the, what do you call it? Um, if if hiring glaze worked, what's the outcome? It was that being home with the family. And uh, I'm pretty sure apart from like scheduled stuff I've had in, nothing sort of helped me back where I can't sort of make it home for for dinner and that since 2020 so that that's huge um and stevie loves that with uh, a couple of young kids and then yeah just just sort of delegating where you can you know home stuff but as well as as work stuff and also making an effort which is is kind of like that that does take effort itself Um, so things we do is try to book in like a a weekly date night Mm -hmm. Uh, most weeks we're good and sometimes that that falls through but um yeah so we can do that and then making sure like I mean, the kids The kids take up a lot of our weekends. We try to, you know, go to the beach or go to swimming, which mm. <laughs> <laughs> is called swimming.
1: She's adorable. Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, yeah. I just want to kind of zero in on that. You, uh, in, in terms of a tip, we, we're thinking about, you know, um, that, that the many tasks and business owners has on their shoulders. And it sounds like one of the big winning strategies you had was to get an assistant to help you uh, with some stuff that you can, you know, you said delegate. Was it a massive challenge for you to kind of delegate? And, and what made you, you know, actually do it? Because, you know, I'm, I'm sure a lot of businesses are struggle in actually doing it, although it does sound like a no-brainer. Yeah, that's it.
0: Yeah, and I can kind of see, see it now with business owners who were in my position or, or similar with, you know, being sort of frazzled and running running everywhere and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, so someone suggested, actually two people, uh, both suggested, a uh, business coach at the time, uh, and a mentor uh, suggested I I need an assistant. It was getting to that stage. We we had built the business enough, and and I needed someone to help me out. And and I'm like, hang on, I just I can't sort of correlate that though, because I you know I can check my own email, I can do this, do that. You know, it's it's kind of working. I don't deserve an assistant. How do I afford yep. a whole salary to support me? All these sort of things were flying around my head, and I was like pretty resistant. But I had two very experienced people telling me. Do it like just do it and and now i'm that person to other <laughs> other <laughs> business owners because i can see how much um it's helped so yeah it, it did take me a lot to to get through it in fact even as i was hiring um and i found an awesome uh, assistant glaze and no no one can have her <laughs> <laughs> but uh but she's been fantastic and even as she was like onboarded and in the first few weeks i was still like oh how is this going to go mm. um, but there was a moment i just let go i said I was even thinking like, oh, she's going to see all the emails. Like, oh, hang on. Sometimes there's a few hairy ones from whoever. Um, but anyway, I just let go. She's, she's, she's been great in terms of being able to handle that. She had previous um, uh, experience as an executive assistant. And so, mm. yeah, you know, literally like from that, after that first week she came on board, I was home every, every night for dinner, um, which is an early dinner with young kids. And I guess that was, um, yeah, that was pretty key in uh, getting some balance back. Um, and and making that um that time for the family um and i like i just think it's so like a lot of business owners even even businesses bigger than mine i i see it they're sort of running around they're doing their own emails managing their own calendars bookings all that sort of stuff um, and that's like that's not even what just what glaze does She does so much more than that but even just that stuff which, which i can see um and i'm like oh mate you, like i don't want to tell you what to do but geez
1: you could use some help <laughs> I think it's, um, it's, it's hard, right? Like you, you've, you've always been the person who saves the world and sometimes that person needs saving mm-hmm. as well. And it's, it's, it's a bit of a chasm that you have to cross to, to do that. But, it, you know, and you're a live example of how much it does help. And, um, that, yep. that's, that's really awesome. to yeah, that's a great tip, man. Great tip. Great, great, mm-hmm. great tip. And I'm sure a lot of people, if you're listening, if you concur with that, uh, I think we can do a whole other podcast just on this topic itself. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. She'll uh. let you know. Cool. Awesome. I'm glad that you have some time with your your family you know, and, and family central to what you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can see that through how you run your business, the, the messages you send across uh, in, the, in the business community, how important it is. But that's now, that's you getting to this point. I, I really want to understand a little bit more. Let's go into early days. Uh, if you can give me a little bit of a background on, uh, you know, who you were before you started Inspire, before you had this revelation that, you know, family's number one and businesses um, are, are, are a great tool to help the families. Tell me a little bit about yourself.
0: Yeah. yep. Yeah. Well, um, I, I sort of say I fell into accounting, but I was I was actually kind of half good at it in school and, um, and I was kind of lazy. So the, uh, I did the easiest option, which was just do what I was kind of good at and after that i actually applied for a what's called a cadetship which is just going straight from school into one of the big four accounting firms and so in, in grade 12 i applied for that uh, and ended up getting it which was a bit of a surprise after after one interview which yeah. was strange I found out later that it um getting into uh the big four you usually go through about three or four different um interview levels, so I was like, hang on, this is weird. what's going on here anyway <laughs> I, I ended up starting there and it was great like I was eighteen, just out of school um straight into a job which um you know I, I, when, when I was going to uni, everyone was kind of thinking about their their job and that was consuming a bit of uh, a bit of bandwidth, um, but I, I was so lucky and, and grateful for that opportunity because I didn't have to search for that, and so it made made the focus on on building my career straight out of school, mm. and yeah, very sort of quickly. Uh, so I started working in the sort of small business unit, SBU. It sounds like um, like a CSI. <laughs> some does, um, yeah. but uh but the like funnily enough that that's the client base we work with now which was the really tiny clients for a big four firm mm. uh, but that's our that's our core client um base now so back then i started like literally straight out of school helping with the compliance of tax returns the the mm. basses um you know helping you know take care of all the. i remember a lot of uh, CGT capital gains tax <laughs> stuff and even smsfs like right back when i was um 18 uh so that's when i started <laughs> and then a few years into that um you know the gfc hit i, I kind of i kind of looked around as well so uh, the, one of the big reasons why i left uh, big four canning uh, was actually the the culture um mm. and i i i'd seen a few people come and go um i'd, I'd also seen the, the people that really sort of irked me um, and they were the sort of political backstabbing, game playing kind of mm. stuff. And I was like, geez, but they were great performers for the business. Like they build lots of hours and things mm. like that. So their managers would overlook the, the cultural vile pool that <laughs> they brought in with them. And I was like, I can't stand that. That is just so, eh. and, and I had, you know, I see the, the young graduates walking in and, and like that person would make them cry within weeks. Oh, and I was man. like, wow, that's just, that's just ridiculous. So mm-hmm. um, anyway, and then I looked at, um, yeah, again, not, not sort of taking the piss or anything like that. I, I, don't, mm-hmm. I don't want to seem like I'm hanging crap on them because there's a place, there's a whatever. Mm-hmm. But, but family is really important to me. And I, I looked around the place and there was eight partners in my division. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think two of them were married, mm-hmm. um, uh, are still married. Um, mm-hmm. And out of those two, one of them, yeah, I, I mm-hmm. could tell he, he wasn't loving it. And, mm-hmm. um, uh, and I said, geez, uh, that's not it. Uh, a statistic, <laughs> yeah, I want to risk, mm. um and so, yeah, there was a point where I was like, hang on I, I don't love the politics, i don't like where this is going, if it's ultimately let's say becoming a partner because the you know I just see them here till ten o'clock at night, no family mm. life, all that sort of stuff, so i'm out, <laughs> mm. and it was it was tough, um letting go of the the name and that call it perceived prestige of big four, which you know is cool, but I don't think that really like. I'm, I'm no better or worse of a person, I feel, for, for having that on my resume. Um, clients don't come to us for that. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah I was, I, I, And then I moved into a suburban firm, um, sort of 10, 10 minutes out of the city. And uh, that was the point where I really saw the difference we could have with clients. Um, so in a small firm where there was sort of probably about four people on the small end, and we kind of grew the practice, we tripled the, the business in about two and a half years. Uh, and that was really cool to see. But I also saw the impact that we could have with clients. So, so they'd come into the boardroom. The guy I worked for at the time, Andrew, he was great with clients. He, um, you know, he was able to you know, get through all the tax side of things, keep them calm, reduce their stress. And I'd, I'd kind of see them on the way out going, oh, yeah, thanks. You know, that's, that's so much better. And I was like, right. hang on, that's cool. That's really fulfilling. Uh, and, um, and, and that's where I sort of fell Call it, sort of fell back in love with, um, with accounting and, um, and really, really enjoyed what we did. So, yeah, okay. that's kind of the...
1: the- yeah, and, and it's, it's really interesting to hear that, that your story and um, you know, how you went through from, you know, a lot of people would experience that um, starting in a corporate career at a, at, a, at a fairly young age, not knowing, kind of want to test stuff. And then you, you start finding yourself a little bit in what your purpose should be uh, and then it, the, the, that's really the arc of that story. If, if we look at that, right, you, all the way when, when you got to the point where you saw what impact you could make, and we can see that really translate in how, how, how you decided to start Inspire as well. And just to bridge that gap now, when, mm-hmm. how did you get from the suburban accounting firm to Inspire? Uh, if, if there's people out there listening and they're going, wow, you know, I, that's me, but how do I get to that point? Like, where 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 did you find yourself going? Okay, I, I need to start something on my own here.
0: Yeah, um, it, it was a bit of a journey. Um, mm. so um, so after I'd started, I was I was I think I was with Andrew for about two and a half years, mm. and through that time, I got my CA, I also got my my tax agent license, and and I was actually thinking like, hey, I I consider partnership and, and going into business with Andrew. That was kind of um my, my goal my, my dad ran his own business my grandfather uh, ran a uh, a removalist business back in the day and um yeah i feel like it's kind of in my blood so mm. let's let's give it a go and that was the goal but um but yeah it kind of got to the point where you know i think andrew well i was probably 22 23 at the time um andrew was in his sort of mid 40s i think we we'd, we'd I'd, I'd had little to no experience. I still didn't know how naive I was, and so I had all these ideas like, "Hey, Zero's coming out. Like, oh, Yeah, you know, we don't need to charge by the hour. We can charge fixed prices and be super transparent. Mm. Um, so there's no surprise bills. All these sort of things. I was like, "Oh, can we give it a go." Mm. And um, and 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 you know, I feel like Andrew was kind of joking, um, but he said, "Oh, you can do that when you start your own firm." And I was like, "Oh, okay, that's okay. Well, whatever. It's you, you know, your business. Whatever." But that was sort of sat in the back of my mind and yeah, and then one Christmas, I was sort of really struggling like where to from here. Um, yep. You know, I, I just, just helped Andrew grow considerably throughout that time and and um, there was a bit of a messy partnership breakdown in there mm. um, that, that I sort of witnessed and saw how, how difficult it was to actually regrow the business after that, but we did it um, and it's still pretty impressive uh, what we did. And then it was kind of like, yeah, that I had... Sort of a a choice, or is at a crossroads? Mm. You call it like T junction, or left or right, <laughs> whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, and I thought, well, I could give it a crack myself, see how it goes. Um, I'm young, uh, don't have much responsibility, um, yeah. all that sort of stuff. Um, or I could potentially sort of wait for partnership. Um, and yeah, I think it's pretty clear which which way I I chose. Uh, and so, um, inspire started in a, uh, nine square meter serviced <laughs> office, uh, with a printer with me in it and a lot of coffees in the morning. <laughs> and, uh, and we had about, um, yeah, we, we had enough, uh, we had enough clients in annual revenue that I sort of bought off Andrew because that were sort of family members or, or people I'd brought in myself who had a relationship with me. So I bought them, um, mm. and, and paid Andrew for it. And then, um. I I started, and that that was probably just enough to cover the service office and maybe the printer lease. So wow. um, that
1: was that was kind of month one of Inspire. <laughs> wow, wow! I was trying to imagine nine square meters, and I yeah. was like, "That's a pretty, <laughs> you know, like really taking stock of that." It's a uh, a pretty uh, different story to where we are now, and um, yeah, I would really commend on 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 you taking that step. So. That's some golden stuff there, but um, I'm sure people who are listening. Um, there will be some people who can relate to that scary step mm. that you just took. And, and betting on yourself, is a big thing. So, it, mm. you, you know, it, it sounds like, you know, what you believed in was there from the start. And um, uh, you, you took a bet on it. You really did. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty yeah, awesome. Yeah,
0: Because yeah. it was a business model for accounting at the time, which, um, you know, there wasn't a lot of people doing. I, I saw maybe Interactive Accountants was a bit of inspiration guy Pearson at the time. Mm. Um, he's now running Practice Ignition or Ignition. It's just been changed to. Um, so, he, so he was big inspiration for me. Zero was coming out. I was seeing like, oh, hang on, there's something cool happening in this space. Um, and yeah, I kind of just wanted to jump dive into that. <laughs> there you uh, go. Back <laughs> when the zero share price was probably um,
1: <laughs> a twentieth of what it is now yeah when people people were spelling zero with a z still back then i think um yeah That's oh, i don't want zero. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, i come to jokes anyways um yeah. Yeah. so cool awesome and so let's fast forward a little bit you know i'm sure there's there's a lot of stories wins and losses you can tell uh, within your journey here but uh i wish you could <laughs> see yeah we, we, we recorded 6 to 12 hour podcast for that one but I I really want to fast forward to kind of uh, uh now uh, and and what are you doing now? Like we we we've talked about your journey. Uh, I want to know how do you actually help your clients now, and and what, what do you what do you do, or what do we do here at to help grow their business and their brand? Yeah, cool.
0: Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> what we do now versus at the start is um, chalk and cheese. So um, yeah. I I definitely thank uh, experience and. We call it continuous improvement for services um, because, yeah, we didn't, we definitely uh, didn't get it all right from the start. And, uh, yeah, we're still not perfect now, but geez, we give it a good go. But what we do is, um, yeah, we, we most of the conversations with our clients start around uh, getting their business tax sorted because we find that there's a lot of accountants who aren't proactive. They, um, you know, they don't make sure that clients do everything legally they can to save tax. Um, and so there's usually some really quick wins uh, when we, when, um, we do this uh, service we call it a look under the hood. we We actually give them a second opinion on their tax um and and often there's thousands, if not tens of thousands of dollars in missed tax savings that um yeah, their accountant hasn't, so sort they of hold their hands through and and work through. and um you know from my my perspective, your accountant should be guiding you on that stuff. It shouldn't be, I mean, you know, maybe in terms of responsibility you could ask, but you don't know what mm. um, uh, you know what what the tax uh, planning thing options are for you. so. Of course. Yeah, that's it, a
1: huge, huge thing. And that's where it normally starts. I guess that's, that's kind of a, a quick way to, to kind of set yourself apart already, it sounds like. Yeah. And uh, we, we, you know, I've, I've experienced this as well and seeing that, that, that initial impact that you can create, I'm sure is super fulfilling. Now, let's say they've, they've gone through that. They're going, well, oh, cool. Some low hanging fruit strategies that we can really, you know, uh, win very quickly on. Um, how do you add even more value to, to your clients? Yeah, awesome. Um, and I was just thinking,
0: is um, one of your clients' beautiful husband and wife from uh, Sydney? Uh, yeah, that was one of the ones we took through uh, a look under the hood. I yeah, their, their tax savings was
1: about forty k from memory. I can yeah. remember. I can. I know exactly who you're talking about. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, and and that, I think we,
0: we put most of that back in their bank account, which um, at the time was fantastic for them. So, yeah, that that's kind of the um some of the wins we get we make sure that the client structure is right and and also just yeah advise them proactively around their tax each year but um we kind of worked out that yeah that's cool and um, that's mm. probably a bit more than accountants do but let's like that's not going to necessarily move the needle on on a family's wealth is just you know um saving them a bit of tax i mean at, you know 20 30 grand a year mm. in tax savings is pretty good but mm. um but like seriously change their lives mm, maybe not so so yeah, we, we started then exploring what we can do from a, uh, like a, uh, I don't like the word virtual CFO perspective, <laughs> like, sorry, the, the virtual CFO word, but more so like a, a financial control and making sure they've got good practices in place to keep an eye on the key numbers in their business. So yeah, over, over years, um, and we we're doing this right from sort of the early days with a couple of key clients, right, right up until now, which, um, you know, we've got way better systems in place, more experience and all that sort of stuff. Uh, but we actually help them understand the drivers in their business, and and if you know if they want to pull four hundred thousand dollars out of the business, we work out well right back to how many how many sales calls do you need, um, mm-hmm. and how many what's your conversion rate going to be, and uh, work out what your weekly sales number, like your dollar figure of sales you need to bring in, just to make sure you're you're on track for that target. So mm-hmm. we sort of go through with the client, break all that down. You know, other good practice things like making sure they've got a budget in place, and um, they they review their. Uh, their, their profit and loss and their balance sheet, those two go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we sort of guide them through that process and, you know, good good practice stuff that we've done ourselves and that really turned around and inspire. So that's what I,
1: you know, yeah, I've, I've been through that process with you as well and I've, I've seen that. Yeah. What I like about that as well is the evolution of of, of services that we provide. It really mm. comes from what we've experienced and what you've experienced in your business. And and it's really cool to see that you have applied what you think it's super important as a business owner in your own experience as well, seeing, oh my gosh, if, if we don't have proper controls over, over, over how our uh, financial statements are reported to us, and we don't have an understanding of how that looks like, how do we make decisions? And yeah. the, the fact that you acted on it, that's pretty cool because then you evolve your business as a, a business owner should, and getting more control over that as well. That's that's really cool. And, and I've seen that process. Uh, uh kind of behind the scenes as well and um it, it's and it 's cool to understand your thought process behind that as well um, so yeah and
0: that's um that's <laughs> that 's come out of uh, you know a lot of pain as well personally um you know inspire hasn't um hasn 't always been cool and fun and exciting and i 've got balance and i 'm home every day for dinner and all that sort of stuff geez that's um like we 're nine years in now and um, yeah. uh, and it didn 't happen nine years ago so um so yeah, we you know I I made some pretty poor um, business decisions along the way. Um, had some great times and whatever, but yeah, like I definitely wasn't making bank. Uh, in 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 those early days, and you know we we had a big lease, and um, I uh, it's interesting, it, it's good I went through those experiences, but geez, they sucked at the time. And I remember a um a mentor um uh, probably about six months into this sort of we we started a little cafe in the in the foyer and. Had a gigantic space in in the Fortitude Valley, and and he he looked at me and he's like, "Oh, geez, mate, you okay? Like, what's your cash burn?" And um and at the time, like cash burn in in his words was how much cash you're losing each month. Mm. Um, right now, um, and I uh, I said about ten grand a month, and um he just said a massive expletive, and he said, <laughs> "Mate, you okay? If you ever need a call, let me know." Um, knowing that I was kind of trying to work work it out and get out of it. But but what I kind of noticed, and I, I chatted to a couple of other mentors at the time and coaches, and and um, what I noticed is like a lot of them just said, "Hey, I've been there. It sucks." Um, mm. But that that look in your eye, going, "I can see it. Um, mm. It's crap." Um, but you'll get through it, and and that that grounded me. That bit at the end where, "Hey, you'll get through it," um, and um, yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> It didn't happen overnight, but um, but we definitely got out of that situation, and um, yeah, and the cash burn is thank goodness no longer there. But now I can say that to other clients or other people in a bit of a sticky situation, saying, "Geez, um, hey, that's that's incredibly, you know, that must be incredibly challenging." But if you keep pushing at it, there is light at the end of the tunnel. There's so many different levers we've got, whether it's you know, digging the way out, so to speak, or you know there's there's options to get out of it, but I feel like m- my own journey needed that pain to really appreciate the um the, the benefits and and also help develop um things like the the service offering we do, which is total financial control that um that financial
1: control advisory stuff yeah. that uh, we're speaking about so.
0: Yeah,
1: it's it's yeah. I'm remembering some of the stuff that has happened, and yeah, definitely seeing the pain and 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 how that's translated to. Hey, I think we can help people with this stuff, you know. So yeah. it's really really cool to see that 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 it's come to that end. And yeah, mm-hmm. for those people who are listening, if you do resonate with that stuff, you know, wherever you're listening to, it, feel free to reach out because it, it can be quite a lonely journey as well. Ben, it sounds like if oh, uh, yeah, outside yeah, in spouse. you don't really see that you know in, yep. in the inside it's just you yourself yeah mm-hmm.
0: and you, your spouse might not understand that stuff mm-hmm. um you know your family unless they've run a business and and they get that there's no chance mm-hmm. um so yeah you you yeah and and it's also a, a problem that's not a nice thing to talk about either so mm-hmm. especially like the, the complex i had is hey, i am an accountant but i've got cash flow problems oh let's hide that like that's that's just that's the, the silliest thing but i I did actually get help
1: <laughs> yeah well you, you're a business owner at the end of the day so you know it's it's you're going to face business owner problems even if you're an accountant yeah so it's, Absolutely. it's yeah. asking for help is number one yeah and and kind of you, you you mentioned you know how your your spouse might not know that as well and i've seen this across in my experience uh, delivering to our clients as well where uh, sometimes there's you know a, a shared responsibility in a business between you know uh, the spouses but uh, sometimes there's only one uh, person who's running the business, and I find that 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 can create challenges on its own as well, mm. uh, j- just because um, you know uh, that they, they they might be missing context and stuff. Did you find that experience when when you were running Inspire in the early days? Even now, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. And for
0: instance, uh, like I remember, <laughs> I remember, um, and it's actually a reason why I built. Uh, what what's now called wealth for life, um, which is our sort of help with personal finance, other things. Um, but I remember at the time, um, you know, Stevie and I were were together, but we were pretty broke. Um, she was studying at uni, um, doing her, her veterinary degree. Still, first few years in Inspire, I was cash burning and doing all those fun things I, I just mentioned. And and what would happen is sometimes there'd be cash in the bank account, and I'd you know I'd uh, pull some money out for you know we we'd go away for a night somewhere or have a dinner out. Uh, you know, try to still do those things while we each worked fifty sixty hours a week, trying to keep going and um and and the frustrating thing is cash flow for a business is is you know up and down especially with you know the the lumpiness that I had it back then and uh and one day we'd be able to go out to you know um to george's which was one of our favorite restaurants george's paragon on the Brisbane I know that place it's
1: a good spot yeah <laughs> yeah
0: and we'd you know we'd go and have a nice dinner nothing crazy like um but but then the next night um or, or the next week uh we go oh cool can we let's let's go out and I'd say to Dale oh I've I've real like we're having noodles like <laughs> we got to open the pantry because I've got no cash like literally and so um so again, it's, it's like one of those really confronting things that we, we had no great personal finance management. Um, if there was money in our joint bank account, um, you know, and, and I was expecting to pay rent with it um, in a few days, but Stevie went and spent something on, you know, a hobby or and, um, something she was doing or filled the car up and the, and the money wasn't there. Like literally things were tight. Wow. Um. then that had caused friction. It's like, Oh no. And anyway, so, um, so I I actually started to implement and, and try to sort of work on our our personal finances ourselves and establish some systems in place where we knew what the money in the bank accounts were for. We had some for rent, we had some to you know go to George's and have a, a meal out, uh, some for our hobbies and bits and pieces, or, uh, and and it was all planned out. And that was a huge thing. Like mm. even if uh, even if wealth for life was just that. Um, for us at the time, it would have been like literally life-changing. It took like pretty much any money argument out, out the window because we, we knew what it was for. There was a consistent amount coming out of the business, um, even though it probably wasn't massive, but it was, it was enough to pay the, the tiny bills, have a little bit left over, um, and that consistency was good for Stevie because she wasn't used to the ups and downs like the lumpy cash flow um and yeah like we could actually plan and save for a holiday and do this and that and yeah a, a massive change and then you know so i actually started doing um quite a few years ago now uh, what, what we called a relationship retreat which was take take couples away clients who are you know um with their spouse and and spend some time on the personal finances and get them on the same page again it was all all the stuff that we got to get ourselves out of a hole yeah so Hmm. Uh, not only that, and and obviously building a life together, making sure we map out our goals, and uh, we we understand when we can buy a, a family home, and and even that's morphed over the years, which um uh, you know experience, but also our ability to plan for that, and um, yeah, like I feel I feel like this this idea I had to help clients like really change their life from a financial perspective, like use their small business to build a uh, an amazing life for themselves. I feel like I'm. I, I didn't really see it at the time, but now I'm starting to do that and, and doing it myself with Stevie, in a way that I couldn't have imagined before, and that's like super, super exciting to, uh, yeah, to 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 go through it myself, but also take clients through that journey as well. And sorry, just I'm um, talking the heat, but uh, one of the things that I think we we think about is when are we going to retire? When are we going to stop working and enjoy life and I um you a few people a few and um, speakers and what not say this but I, I feel like I, I don't think I'll ever retire but all I'll do is refine my working week my my life with my kids and family mm. um to really do what I love like 80 90 95 percent of the time mm. you know and have that balance and if I do that till the day I die that's that's winning and and one of those things are you know, what, what if, what if money was, wasn't a thing? Like if, if you asked me that question, what would I be doing? I'd be sharing this wealth for life message with clients. I'd be growing our team, helping a team be able to service the, you know, work with their clients better and, and, you know, all the training that goes into that. And, you know, even personally helping out with, with some tricky client advice, restructures and and that financial control stuff, but like all of that stuff really lights, lights me up. And, um, gets me out of bed. So yeah, I feel like
1: I feel in a way, weirdly enough, I am retired. <laughs> oh, that That's massive Ben. And um, I, th- I think what's cool about that is, um, y- you know, you, you again, kind of taking you back to your journey here, like starting as an mm. accountant in a big four uh, you, you take it all the way to here. Now you, what I'm seeing more and more is that you're getting closer and closer to your true purpose and why you do what you do. Mm. You know, the reason why you get out of bed and, the stuff that takes energy away from you. And that's why people feel like they should retire sometimes, if you might agree. Like, oh, I'm so tired I should retire. But if it gives you energy, you could do it. You have unlimited source of power here, right? You can you can do it forever. And that sounds like what you're what you're saying here. This this is the stuff that excites you. And on the Wealth for life stuff it's it's you know, the way you've you've kind of explained it, it sounds like there's a it's more of a communication gap almost um between, you know, spouses sometimes where one person has a lot of context and the other doesn't yeah. and it's not necessarily right or wrong or, or, or anything like that, but it's just sharing that context and what it sounds like you've done here that relationship retreat was that was that where that you know if i was speaking spanish you were speaking mandarin you know we weren't understanding at all but was was that relationship retreat like oh okay i finally understand what you're talking about was, was that the key moment for you and stevie
0: yeah, yeah, well, yeah. So um, I remember our, um, what, we, what we actually did there is like we we definitely weren't in a great place. We we hardly had time for each other. We you know we were borderline broke, <laughs> and uh, and we went out a couple of hours west of Brisbane and um and went away for a, a couple of nights. And we I, I'd had some business planning tools, and I just thought maybe we can actually use this stuff to business plan our personal life. And I I don't want it to sound really lame, but yeah. We we started with goals, like in business we set goals. But what don't personally, um, you know, not a lot of people, I know you know the Tony Robbins of the world mm. encourages, but you know, dig in and actually set some goals for your life and your family. Mm. So we did that. Um, we did it separately mm. and, and we we called it our bucket list. Um and then we we caught up and, and shared what our goals and dreams were for our lives and, and that was cool because I I learned mm. stuff about what Stevie wants and, and vice versa that we didn't know. So um, that on its own brought us um, together and on the same page. of who we wanted to be, you know, things like where do we want to travel to, um, when do we want to, do we want to buy a home or build a home or whatever we want to do. So, and that was really cool. And and it's almost like over the next few years, that stuff started to happen. You know, mm-hmm. we remember we traveled like we. I don't think I. I think I would left the country. You know, to one other country before, but we. You know, we did so many countries. We did like Kenya on a um, B1G1 tour wow malaysia hey that was good <laughs> represent um, <laughs> yeah, singapore new zealand uh fiji like that was awesome um yeah, know yeah. it's got, got so many cool experiences but it's almost like we that only happened after we set the goals in mm. um it's funny how that works and that's happened way too many times um, i'm not terribly woo-woo you know um I think it's the secret on the law of attraction. The secret, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, like I get the concept, but what? And, and I'm not like woo woo like that mm. often. Um, but but you know, there's been too many times in my life where I've written down goals and um, and they've happened. That it's it's scary. So yeah, yeah, that kind of brought us together.
1: That's crazy. And 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 you know, I've, I've known you for a while. Yeah, you you were the best man at my wedding. <laughs> and oh. um, I've known the stories that you've told me, but even in this interview itself, just being completely honest, like I understood the power that you did. And I knew how much that was a difference for you when you did the relationship retreat. Mm. But to to kind of take stock of it and say, you know, hey, those goals actually happen. That's crazy. Like, that That's, you know, that blows my mind because... Yeah, you know, you, you 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 both set something that you want to do together, and you achieved it, and and we can see that now, and that's crazy. That's mm. you know, that just blows my mind as well. Yeah, um, it's it's eerie, and, yeah. even, <laughs> um, and even goals
0: we wrote down, which we thought were impossible, especially with timelines behind them, it's weird.
1: It's so weird. Mm. <laughs> and and I like the the something that I've just made a connection in my head today was. I like that you when you said, "Oh, I have a tool for my business plan. How do I use that in my my family side of things?" That really, uh, I just made that connection. That I saw you—you you really mean when you say uh, your business is really a tool for your family, uh, and 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 you can see that connection. If, if if not, why why even do all of it in the first place, right? Mm, absolutely, like um, yeah, like business is frigging hard. <laughs>
0: And, and why would we put ourselves through that unless we either liked pain or we're doing it for, um, <laughs> for, for some other reason, which is, you know, providing you know, freedom of income or time for our, our family and ourselves. I could say, um, yeah, it's a massive, but I also feel like that's maybe the sort of shorter sided selfishy approach. I'm not saying it's a negative thing. Cause I think that's a, that's a great driver, but what, I, what I've discovered along the journey is, you know, we, we hire some awesome team. I, I love when, our team grow and, and um, they make some cool decisions and, and grow as people themselves. And, and not yes. only that, like, they help our clients do that. And, and then there's, there's this huge impact vehicle. So not only is it impacting you know, Ben and his family, it's impacting our team and the team's family mm. and the clients they work with and their family. So that's, and I've only sort of seen that more and more as, as we, we grow up as a business uh how cool that change is and um and you know you you've yeah you know, I've we've got great relationships with some of your clients for is where mm-hmm. you know we'll, we'll catch up with them and we'll just like we're cheersing for the year they've had because it's been like it's just been chalk and cheese and just so much change and mm. and again if I could do that for the rest of my life that'd be a great outcome.
1: <laughs> That's amazing. And um yeah you you again, you know, I'm making new connections in my head as we're talking today even on the impact level of, of you know, you call this the impact machine. What I yeah, like but, about the impact machine as well is it's real. Yeah. Don't, don't subscribe to that one. <laughs> uh, that's us. Um, but yeah, it, it, it just just how real the impact stuff is, is so close. It's about your family. You know, it's about our team members who bought their first home. It's, it's about mm. our clients who, you know, they, they couldn't afford uh, a, a nice night out. Now they're going on four weeks of holidays a year like if it, they're so close and real that's what i love about that stuff and um yeah you you just you just made a new connection for me as well um <laughs> so thank you um cool then we're kind of inching to it standing. i think you, you and i we can talk <laughs> till the cows come home sometimes um <laughs> so thank you for sharing for uh, a lot of the stuff that those golden nuggets name if, if you're listening here um if you see some stuff or you, hear, you heard some of this stuff today and if Really resonates to you. Um, I can put my hand over my heart here. You know, Ben is as genuine as it comes. So I really appreciate you sharing all that stuff, Ben. And then um, we've just kind of just let's circle off the, the the chat today. If you could kind of pick a few key moments uh, uh, that you've experienced in your mm. business journey, what has been the biggest uh, moments that's brought you from where you are in the nine square meter office mm. to where you are now today? Yeah, we're I suppose. Um oh, uh,
0: yeah. Uh, and I guess it's it's really is some mindset shifts along the way, which you know sound great in theory but are really hard to sometimes work out in practice. Um but but a couple of the key ones is um yes, I feel there's there's being really good at what you do is important. So me technically as an accountant is important, mm. but the skills you don't learn in uni, um, as a as an accounting technician, so to speak, is How to manage people and how to lead people and grow a team. Like, they're all like, you know, that's a rough ride learning that stuff by um, trial and error. But like, it's only possible to grow a business with other people. I think there's a, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. I think Mm -hmm. that's the saying. And it's definitely real for me now, looking back. And so, working out the the order in which you hire key team members is is extremely important, but also putting in the training and development for them, um, so they actually sort of grow in their own role. And and now I can kind of look back at Inspire and go, well, you know, I want everyone to be working themselves out of a out of a job to sort of grow into the next role. That's really exciting because it gives um, huge clarity to, to everyone of um, their own journey, but but also that we're we're a ever growing machine, and and that's that's a fun. Fun process now, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, learning some some lessons along the way. Um, so that that's a key one. Also, yeah, just just realizing that you're not capable of doing everything, and so you you need to delegate. You need to let go of some core business key responsibilities. Um, still need oversight because I think mm. at the end of the day, you've got a lot of lives, um, livelihoods um, at, at your responsibility. Um, so you, you know you can't just I see some some business owners just go. Oh, yep, that's someone else's problem. No, it, it's someone else is doing it, but it's still your problem. And at the end of the day, if that plate drops, mm. uh, yeah. So, so I think delegating but still having that that oversight is huge. And then you know, making sure you don't get so stuck in the business that you you don't spend time for family. And I've made so many of those mistakes along the past. And uh, yeah, it, it's like there's it, just a point you've got to wake yourself up out of it. Um, and go. Hang on. What am I here for? Cool. All right. Let's change some stuff and and keep going. So they're kind of some some key things. But yeah, I think um, definitely definitely the the team
1: around you is one of the most important things. A perfect example is you. <laughs> <laughs> You're too kind, man. You are too kind. Okay. Well, yeah. It's been a great chat. Um, we've we've taken some awesome you know uh, kind of lessons from here today. Even for myself listening mm. to this. Um, it's really cool. And um. Before we kind of finish off, could you give us some stats? So we went from you and the printer, nine square meters. Well, what's the happy ending so far to this story? Where, where are we right now? What's the size of the team? How many clients are we at? And um, yeah, and how are you overall as a business owner? Yeah, uh, so I think we're, we're working on going
0: with around about 300 client groups now, or, or wow. coming up to that number, back from maybe six when I started inspire so wow um so that that's that's been insane in itself and uh, uh yep so that that's kind of one one sort of measure and um, literally me in that first couple of months before I hired my sister who helped out with our administration yep uh, to now we've got 17 in the office uh, right now and we're looking for another three people I think to join we're we're sort of hiring for capacity so rather than scrambling and, and burning ourselves out so Another hard lesson to learn after being smacked (laughs) with that a few times.
1: Of course. Uh, What else? What other sort of measures? Uh, Well, how how are you as a business owner, but then (laughs) versus now? Yeah. I
0: feel like it's naive versus just a little bit less naive and maybe a bit more seasoned. I think problems that pop up now, maybe that might have been huge back then are just trivial now. And it's like, ah, ah, well. (laughs) Yeah, you know, having been through some some extremely tough times, and yeah, I, maybe maybe the word to use is grounded versus berserk. Right, <laughs> uh, and uh,
1: yeah, that's kind of a huge mindset shift. And um, and I guess whoever whoever said to you that at that time, um, you know, you'll be all right in the end. Now, mm-hmm. uh, really was right one day. Um, yeah, awesome. Well, Ben. Been a pleasure. Uh, thanks for taking the time to end. For those who are listening, thank you for taking your time, and um, I hope we do one more of this. This is, this was really fun. We'll, we'll we'll chat really soon, Ben. Awesome. Thanks, man. Cheers.
0: Thank you. Hey, thanks so much for listening. If you'd like to get in touch with today's guest, you can find their contact information in the show notes in the podcast section of our website at inspire.business. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to support the Young Family Small Business Podcast, be sure to subscribe, leave a rating and a review. Also, do join our Facebook community. You can find that by going to youngfamilysmallbusiness.com. And if you're interested in speaking with an Inspire accountant, head to inspirebusiness forward slash chat, where you can book a free 20-minute strategy call. And lastly, to catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on my Instagram, uh, which is the at symbol, Ben Walker, C-A, or one word, or at inspire underscore accountant. Thanks again, and see you next time.